Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Big Beans PC Podcast. We are your hosts, I'm Brian. And I'm Cody. All right, dude, how are you, man? Dude, it's it's been a minute since we've been on this. <laughs> it's honestly really depressing. Adulthood really sucks right now. It's really bad. Like, dude, everyone is like that, too. I was talking to Greenwood about that last night because, you know, it was that plan we were trying to do on Saturday. Yes. And, like, literally no one can do it. I was like, dude, yep. this freaking sucks. Wait, was it – okay, hold on. Wasn't one person able to do it? Was it Ryan? Yeah, Greenwood. <laughs> yeah of course. <laughs> Ryan's in. Everyone's always out. Yeah, dude, it sucks. Like, what, the last time we saw you or I saw you was Dirty Kansas, but that was – I mean, that was still fun, but it was kind of brief. Yeah, and we had to take care of the oh, boys. That's my bad. I just – sorry, Unbound Gravel, not Dirty Kansas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I keep calling it yeah. Keep calling it DK? Yeah, because, like, yeah. we've already called it, so. Honestly, I, I was – I should have bought a T-shirt. Cause it, you know it, it's kind of cool. Like this is like the first year it's Unbound Gravel, but honestly, I like I didn't see any Unbound Gravel like merchandise. Like I didn't see it like so like displayed anywhere. No, I wasn't really looking either. But I I didn't really see anything either. Yeah, but no, you're right. We were we were distracted by the boys. We had our uh, small group last night, and I asked the our host guy if because he has a dog. They have a golden doodle. Looks like they named him Chewy, and he looks like Chewbacca. Like it's awesome. Um, and I was like, Hey, I'm going to bring bear over. And he was super cool with it, but it always is a disaster. Just because like, it's the, the dogs play good together, but when you're trying to have like intimate conversations and you have to like babysit two dogs running through a house going nuts, it's like, ugh, it's, it always sounds like such a good idea. And then it's always kind of a hassle. Yeah. It's kind of a, cause you always got to keep an eye on them. So it's kind of stressful. Yeah. Dude, you want to start us off? Yeah. My... I don't, they're kind of, I say my questions are lame, okay. but we'll, we'll see, we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. So my first one, have you ever heard a show called Defending Jacob? Defending Jacob? Uh-huh. No, I have not. So it's on Apple and we watched it a while ago and basically it's about this kid that gets um, blamed for this murder of one of his classmates mm-hmm. and the dad is, he's like the DA, DA, I think. Yeah, district attorney. And he was on the case first. And then when his son was convicted, he was no longer on the case. But he started like investigating on his own. And so, like, I was going to ask you, like, what, if you were a dad in that situation, what would you do? Like, would you start going on your own as well? Or, we just kind of trust the system. Oh, gosh. Okay, well, is that even... Okay, here's a stupid question. Is that even legal to, like, defend your own son? I don't think it was, but, like, he did it in a way where, like, no one really found out that he was doing it. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, dude. If, if I, like, okay, I kind of go back to Scrubs <laughs> with this thought. Uh, who was the, uh, who, what was the old guy? Are you talking about I don't his name? Dude, I don't know what is going on with audio. It might be on my end, but I get you for like two seconds and I, I get that second bit cut out. Okay. The old guy in Scrubs who was like the doc, the hospital head. Yeah, Dr. Kelso. Yes, Dr. Kelso. Okay. 
So like I remember there was an episode where he had it. He was admitted and he was working on himself, and everyone was getting mad because he kept working on himself. <laughs> so it's like in situations like that, like you trust your own expertise over everyone else, but that could also be to a fault. But no, I think I would do the exact same thing. I, I well, I think I I would not step away. I would stay in and put my nose to the grindstone and do the work. Would you? Because that's basically what he did. But like mm-hmm. him too, because he was on the freaking case. I couldn't imagine like kind of investigating it the way you do and then your own son gets committed. Dude, but like what if you start getting more and more evidence like your son did it? Then what? Yeah, then what would you do in that situation? Oh, man. Okay. See, that's tricky. Because that's it's kind of what happens but it kind of it's kind of weird how it all plays out mm-hmm. man okay so if i had like okay it depends on the circumstance like what if it was like totally like self-defense and the kid was humble and all that stuff and he was basically being framed or i don't know man if the, if it was like a hardcore murder and I uncovered it, and it was my son. I'd be like, "Dude, you suck," and he's he's in jail. You you let him go to jail? Yeah, man. It would suck. That'd be hard. But hmm. what would you do? Yeah, I don't know. Because the whole time I was like, "Man," because like they had like a relatively normal life, and then obviously when this happened, everything just got blown up, and like they couldn't ever like leave the house or anything. And dude, I just, I just I have no idea. I think I would try. I mean, it sucks too because like you and I aren't like crime solvers either. Yeah. So like we would have no idea how to even begin to do that. So that's where I'm like, do I just trust the system or like how how would I go about it? I think I would still stay in it even if I wasn't covering evidence that it was him, because I I would make sure to like investigate every little small detail just to prove him innocent and if i could not figure if like if everything was pointing at him then i would have to fall to the evidence damn it's tough dude it was it's pretty depressing show i'm not gonna lie but it was, what it was is it very- yeah i need i need to just get on the apple tv because we have it and i need i again i need to watch that freaking billy eilish documentary yeah they have a lot of good shows dude it was making me have you seen anything about cruel summer yeah, we're watching that right now as well. Dude, it's like it's good and then it's corny. And it's it's kind of conflicting. Like some episodes are like pretty gripping and like like psychologically scary, I guess. Not like I don't really know how to put it. We were we were really hooked on it at the beginning. And then now it's kinda like now we're kinda losing interest because it, it it's it's the acting's kind of corny. Yeah, and like I don't know the how it all played out with like the blonde girl. I'm not gonna like ruin it or anything, but I thought it was just kind of lame after all that. Well, oh, so are you caught up? Yeah, we we haven't watched oh. this month. We haven't watched this week, but because we don't have cable, so we have to wait till it goes on Hulu. So uh, I I I think we're caught up. Then did you see like the whole like like, like the like the Christmas was happening? Uh, I think so. Like, you haven't seen this week, have you? I don't think, no. When did we catch up? What is today? Today's Wednesday. Today, it came out yesterday. Wednesday. 
Oh, so no, we have okay. So then we, you and I, are caught up to the same point. No, I have not seen this week's. Um, I've seen just where it's like showing their relationship. Yes, yes, yes. Like that, that episode. Oh, kind of... It was kind of cute <laughs> at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of adorable, and then honestly, though, okay. So Brex and I kept like she's on the side, okay, because you have like the, the th- she's in therapy and she's talking to the therapist. And the uh-huh. therapist is explaining like all these things about like a predator and what a predator does and like how he's grooming her and all that stuff. Um, I almost don't see it that like planned, you know, like it's, a, it's almost just seems like an inappropriate attraction that led into an inappropriate relationship. And he got caught um, in a, in a scenario where like, if, if she was found or if she left, then he would definitely go to jail, even though it was, platonic is that the right word yeah so i don't necessarily see it as like him grooming her then again he did shove her in the basement so that's like that is kidnapping but like i don't see it as like this grand scheme to kidnap her you know well technically he didn't even kidnap her oh shit i guess you're right (laughs) so i i I agree with you on that because i don't i don't um, i don't think she's telling the therapist the whole thing and I want to, I want to figure like there's, there's enough oddities in this show already, um, like the whole like Jeanette thing. Jeanette, like, no was she, me, dude. <laughs> but it's like she's she's weird. She's like a, she likes the mischief and the lying, and it's. But to for all this, like the it, it almost seems like the premise of the 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 lawsuit and all this kind of seems like kind of too grand for like what the accusation is you know yeah i I thought that as well yeah so i feel like the premise of the show is kind of ridiculous and then the uh yeah that episode kind of took out like the creepy aspect of it i mean i'm I'm curious (laughs) where it like progresses yeah but if it doesn't like getting any better i might i might be a little too turned off to watch watch the show again yeah, it's kind of where it's kind of where I'm at. Cause like I was the same way. I was like, man, this show is like pretty good. It's mysterious, and it just kind of plateaued. I think. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so, I can agree. Oh, man. Dude, one quick update. I, I'm so freaking pumped. So you you have the newest? Uh, don't you have the newest Google Buds, Pixel Buds? I don't think I have the newest ones. I think did the newest one just come out? I don't know. <laughs> do they, do your do your earbuds like do like the sound canceling and all that jazz? I don't think so, dude. Okay, so I just got I um I always kind of made fun of the ear the AirPods because like the internet made fun of the AirPods like people that wore them. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, it's like like all them like the money memes. Um. But Brexton's uh, headphones, like, are fried. They won't work at all. So we decided, like, screw it. Let's just go get the best of the best that we can get for our phones. Um, so we decided to get them. And I didn't realize, so I knew that they did sound canceling, but I didn't know it would do it automatically. And we were sitting in the sunroom, and I put in both headphones, and, like, the sound deafening happens. I was like, oh, this is weird. Um, I guess I guess what I'm saying here is that I got them in my ears right now. They're amazing. And I'm a full supporter of them. That's it. But you don't have the the Google. Yeah, because you have iPhone. 
So yeah, yeah, the AirPods. yeah, yeah. I did the Air. Dude, what the heck? The AirPods. Yeah, AirPods. And then the Google Pixels. Who has the Google? No, see you. Well, you got the Google Pixels. Yeah. So I thought you said like Brexton Pixel Buds. Pixel Buds. Pixel Buds. Yeah, we got AirPods and Pixel Buds. Dude, I was calling them Air uh, Air Buds. It was irritating the crap out of me. No, but I bet the because these are the newest ones of the Apple ones, and I guarantee that the newest ones of the Google one does the exact same thing. And yeah, what I'm saying is, freaking get them, dude. This is the and like they do like a transparency mode, which I got them in right now, so they're in right now. Transparency mode is on, so I can hear everything happening outside of me while also hearing your audio like very crisp. It's like almost not like wearing headphones. It's kind of insane. That's how mine because I, I I have the Pixel Buds. Mm-hmm. but i don't think of the newest ones but the ones i have are still they're, they're kind of the same way like if i'm on the phone with somebody um i can hear them clearly but still like hear outside dude and even like when you're not if i'm not talking to you or listening to like audio they're almost like um hearing aids like i'll, I'll be i i could i could hear the out the nature so much crisper when i have transparency mode on it's not what the? <laughs> I want to say that I'm I'm saying that's a placebo podcast and a cancel. <laughs> <sighs> well, um, you want me to go into mine? Yeah, dude. Okay, this was actually this this was a church discussion. This was a two weeks ago in a sermon where they were talking about music and um, the power of music, essentially, which was kind of cool because. It- just calls back to back to back until someone answers so that might get annoying okay uh power music made me think of the podcast we did a while ago about like the the music treatment healing therapy stuff um he kind of during the sermon he kind of went into that also which was kind of cool but the question that they posed actually kind of hit me a little bit and i wanted to discuss it on here the question was how does your playlist define you so if you were to like give your phone to somebody and they were going to go through your Spotify, what would it reveal about you kind of thing? Interesting. Right. So what, what is your, I guess, I, I guess since you asked me, I can answer it first. I right now in my day and age, I don't think it, I mean, it's, I'm pretty transparent now who I am and my music reflects that. Like, uh, like it's such like alternative hippie music and, <laughs> just like some some Christian bands, like there's nothing like what I guess I would say. Like if I was gonna show it to like a churchy person, they would they'd be like, "Oh, oh my gosh, I can't believe you listen to that that kind of thing." Uh, but yeah. like, but like uh, high school, um, early college. Oh yeah, like I think like the the heaviest rap that I listened to was Tech Nine, but it was just like it it was kind of like the whole concept of you listen to the music for the most part for like the beat and how it like affects you and energizes you without really caring for the lyrics per se. Uh-huh. Um, and how much listening to that music can actually reveal like the kind of person you are. Sorry, I had a burp a little bit. Oof. Done there. Um, so yeah, it, it kind of was like an interesting your music is an interesting compilation of who you are. Yeah, I'll definitely say it can, like, it can, oh, go ahead. I'll definitely say like it shows our level of maturity 
has increased since high school. Mm-hmm. Because, like, for me, I used to listen to, like, I'm not saying B.O.B. is immature, but, like, some of his music are just kind of garbage. <laughs> he, got, he, he turned into a trash can. Gosh. <laughs> and, like, just, like, stupid party songs is what I listen to. Mm-hmm. And, like, a lot of bullshit. And now it's just, like, songs that are meaningful and there's, like, a diversity. Because, like, even now I listen to, like, country music and yes. jazz and all that kind of stuff. So There's a diversity. There's music that plays good feelings. Like, music that can convey an emotion properly, I think it's fantastic. Like, Billie Eilish can set a freaking mood. And, like, that is, like, artists that can do that, I think, are really phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, and I'm not trying to, like, like rap is good, but it's, like, still, I, I want to listen to something that is talking about something. Like, that actually has, like, a story or an emotion to convey rather than I'm going to sleep and drink and party and drugs and money. And it's like, there's, there's nothing to that besides a hip beat that might get you pumped for the gym or something. But I mean, not all rap is like that. Like they, they do talk about stuff. Cause like NF, have you listened to him at all? Yeah, but he's, he's, he's a notoriously like very Christian rapper. Yeah. So he, he like talks about things and he's heavy. He is emotionally heavy. Yeah. We were, we were supposed to see him, but then it got canceled because of, covid man and he can be pretty hyped up too yeah because he has the beats and but he's actually talking mm-hmm. about it at the same time so mm-hmm. so there i mean I there's guess... not there is garbage rap and there's garbage pop and garbage country and all that stuff where it's just kind of cookie cutter well that's just really it honestly and i'm not even just trying to like just like dog on one genre it's well, I guess I kind of am if you count just popular music as all one whole genre, but it's the cookie cutter. It's the scientific um, formula to create a song that gets caught in your ear and you don't even have to come up with lyrics. You can say like four words and just repeat it and it's catchy and makes money. Like that's not music. And that's, that sucks. Because really, there's some songs, it literally just says like, I can't name an example right now, but it literally just says like the same verse. That's all it is the whole time. Dude, there is, I think it's Daft Punk. Okay, it's either Daft, who is this? But it, they sing one more time. And it goes, one more time. And it has the beat. And the beat kind of changes a few times in the song. You know yeah, what I'm talking about? No, I don't. I'd have to hear it. <laughs> oh, dude, if you, I bet if you heard it, you'd be like, okay. Because they play, it's a, it's still a popular bar song. So yeah, uh, that is horrendous. <laughs> And I've, I've had so the thing, okay, because I was talking to Bushnell about the uh, the new 21 Pilots album, and he still, he likes it, and he wasn't saying that it was bad, and Tyler, if I'm quoting you wrong, sorry, but he wasn't the biggest fan of it because it was still too, okay, okay, hold on, now I'm getting the confused, I'm getting the confused between Tyler and Alex, so Tyler was saying that he didn't like it as much as uh, blurry face um but i don't think he gave like a really specific reason alex did though and alex said that it, it generally felt more poppy to him and i will agree wholeheartedly and that's what almost kind of scares me to say that i like the new Twilight pilots album like the best because it is very poppy it's it's the most like away from their music as they have gotten but like i don't know i would say blurry face and trench are pretty different well di- okay but it's still Okay, Blurry Face and Trench, undeniably 21 Pilots. 
even though they're like somewhat different moods from each other, like you know, like that was the the the, the sounds and what the like the 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 mood I guess was Twilight Pirates. But then you get to um, what is this one even called? Scaled and uh, icy. Scaled and icy, yeah. Yeah, it's it's all generally upbeat and happy, and it it's the most displaced from the other albums. But then I would counter that with like you can't have the same type of music three albums in a row, you know? I know, and I I agree with you, and I'm not saying they need it because they're they can't stay in their lane, you know? They got that song, <laughs> and uh, uh, but generally they feel more uh, there. There's more almost cookie cutter songs in this album and it's more generally like upbeat poppy that is adhering more to like the popular culture music and i'm not saying it's like to a t like that because i'm saying i freaking love this album but i can see why like it's almost almost not good because it doesn't seem very original what where am i going with that but i don't know because i can definitely see like formidable being like that way oh, dude that is I can't, honestly, that's like, I can't stand that song, but that's it. The rest of the album, I love. But then, like, because you got, like, Mulberry Street, like, if I mm-hmm. if I compared that to a song on the radio now, like, there's so much more, like, just character to the song than I, I think. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm happy you said that. Even though these songs, in my opinion, are still, it's more poppy and not, okay, for lack of better words, cookie cutter than their other albums or songs exactly what you just said there's still way more character in their songs than any kind of popular culture song that's on the radio i would say yeah yes because like i think i I think the reason why i like it so much is because it is so upbeat because like yeah i love their previous albums but like you never like jam out to them you know like there's only Mm -hmm. like a few songs but like Mm -hmm. you got like saturday and uh the the song good day is it just called Good Day, the first song? Yeah, just all those. You're just like tapping your toe the whole time, just like jamming to them, dude. Yep. And it honestly, it makes sense why they made this album. Even if, okay, let's say maybe they were on a different path creatively. Okay, who cares what I, I screw the theory I'm going into. It, it is so nice to have this album, especially after COVID. Yep. And that's probably, it, I bet that's the reason they went for it, honestly. Right. Okay. That's exactly what I was trying to say, but I was trying to make it too elaborate of a freaking theory that was unnecessary. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, dude, I feel I, okay. I guess back to the original question was just how your playlist can define you. Um, I feel like if you're not, if you're presenting yourself and you're, if, and if you were like scared to share your music with somebody or like have, um someone just looked through your spotify and you're like you had something that you're hiding or something that you're slightly ashamed of i feel like you're not living your true life or you're not representing who you should be in one way or the other and you should be try to be more consistent with who you are and that is revealed in what you listen to and also kind of piggyback on that um because like we we all like different music so an example is what I'm going with. Cheyenne, she loves like Cardi B, which cracks me up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Dude, so, so does Brexit. Yeah. So to some, I'm like, why, like, why are you listen to this? But she, she doesn't give a damn. Who like she wants us to like jam out to it on our wedding, which makes me laugh. <laughs> yes. 
And she's like, she has no shame. But anyways, where I'm going with it is like, yeah, you might have those songs that um, people don't agree with, but like, if you just mm-hmm. own up to it and like know who you are, then yes. you can like present yourself. Dude, I'm so happy you said that because Brex and I were having this conversation and she kind of got heated with it, but she was defending why she listens to like Cardi B and I can't remember the two other chicks, like Megan Stallion. And there's a third one that she listens to. Um, but not like religiously. It's like, it's really just like the the popular ones that they have put out because she likes to listen to them when she works out. Yeah. And we went to church. We had the same conversation. We both liked the message. And then the other day we were talking about it and I was like, so why, why do you listen to this music? Like, are you going to be okay with like your daughter in the future listening to it and that kind of stuff? And she's like, you know what? Like, this music makes me feel sexy. It makes me feel powerful. Um, and she, she just laid out this really great argument. I'm like, dude, that's that's all that matters. Like, if you can defend why you do what you do or what you listen to and you defend it and it makes sense, then that's it. Like, instead of just like listening to it, like, oh, I listen to it because that's a great beat. Like, oh, okay. Well, that's not really exciting. But if you can like have a fully thought out explanation in defense, like, I feel like that's how kind of like controversy should go, you know? Yep. So I do have a question to like ask something about this topic. Mm-hmm. But like, what if what if a person doesn't really care about music? Like, how do you represent that? Oh well, I don't know. There's there's got to be something they're interested in, you know, like uh, art or books or something. Like, so you just, <laughs> but I you just but I don't. Well, I don't. I don't know though, because like if you go into like, because the most popular podcasts right now are like crime, crime investigation. <laughs> so it's like, wow, why are you trying to learn so much about crime? And what does that reveal about you? No, that's just like really good entertainment. I think music is just extremely unique in how it can represent yourself internally. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know how I would, how, how I would answer that if someone, maybe there's something else you can analyze in their life, but. Now, I think music is really unique in how it conveys emotion and just that kind of realm. I agree because, like, it's it still is the only thing that, like, if it a song, certain song or album pops up, and there's like a time that it connects to, it always like mm-hmm. generates a memory, which I think Dude, is insane. Absolutely, the memory, the the emotional pull that music can do, like, dude, it's absolutely incredible. Like, I've I've heard. Uh, Okay, no, I think that if music, sorry, if magic exists in this world, it's music. Yeah. I would agree with that. You can, you can pan that. There's a Brian Madeira quote, put that on something. Put on a t shirt. <laughs> yeah, put on a t shirt. I'm sure someone else smarter than me or has already said that. <laughs> but there you go. That could be our first, that could be our first, like, uh, we can have the big B Speedy C t shirts that we got to get Tyler. I forgot that we were supposed to do that. <laughs> and, we could put a that quote on the back. There we go. We got our first merchandise. Actually, that dude didn't post our last podcast, the game night. Oh, he's oh man, he's he's dude, he's getting docked. Josh Hall is picking it up, man. He might be the freaking next uh, number one fan. Tyler Bushnell's a a garbage can. He's he's not a number one fan anymore. Yeah, and he denied us. He denied us another podcast with him. What? That's just so rude. <laughs> No, just spitting lies about him. He'll <laughs> <laughs> probably stop listening after this one. We got we got to stop dogging on him. 
We gotta hype him up. Dude, his hair is amazing. He does. He is a good looking cat. I'll give him that. <laughs> out of okay, out of all the guys, okay, I, 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 I would almost even venture to say out of people that I have never met before, but certainly out of all the sorry, Dylan Hall, out of all the people that I have met, Tyler Bushnell <laughs> has the best long hair. Holy cow! Yeah, I would agree. It's such a good look, and the mustache works with it also. <laughs> this all have a lot of hair on his face and head. <laughs> it's got to be hot. Dude, it's got to be hot. Oh, well. What's your next question, man? All right. So my next question here is, do you think you should live a life with risk? And if you think so, then, like, how much risk do you think? <laughs> Can you ca- – oh, man. See – this is actually kind of fun because we've okay. I feel like being a dead horse right now with this topic, but just the whole idea of uh, renovating the house and trying to be patient with that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. Um, so my idea of risk right now is financial risk, and it's like, dude, should we do what we want now so that we can enjoy it while we're young? And then because why wait until we're like getting closer to retirement age or after kids? to travel, to get the things that we want. Because ultimately when you die, you don't take anything with you. And obviously I'm not going to be so risky that we are bankrupt and we lose the house. But it's like, we probably could be a little bit more risky so that we can just be enjoying life and our lifestyles more. Um, One easy thing about like one quick example is like even just going to dinner with friends, like instead of like panicking, like, oh my gosh, we, we need to spend this much or split a meal so that we don't spend so much. Like, no, just go out and have a good time because those are like you can't really put a price on those kind of memories or those like uh, times together. So it's like just trying to, to me, financial risk is the, is how I can measure that. Yeah, I agree. And I guess the, the limit is, okay. Uh, I don't need to go buy a brand new car right now or get a motorcycle and an RV and renovate that and travel and uh, <laughs> all the things that are swimming in my head right now. <laughs> and like I don't know because like you can also look at like risk of losing like friendships and stuff because like if you're if you're going after something too much then like what else are you losing in the process dude and that's a good point too when it comes to jobs also like that that so since I got teleworking permanent now like that's fantastic especially when we do start to have kids because I'm going to be able to help out with that exponentially more and that is fantastic. And now I know a quality of life that I want to maintain, and that is teleworking. So if I ever go into the future and I apply for a job that is going to be paying me a lot more money, but there's no teleworking and I have to work more hours, is it going to be worth the risk to do that? That's what it all boils down to, man. And I, I honestly, it's going to have to wait till like that moment happens. But right now, right now, especially right now, if I got a job that was going to offer me like, like a, I could even go crazy, like double my pay, but I have to be in the office eight to five every day, no teleworking. I would, I would be hard pressed to say no. But ah, uh, dude, I can count on that too because what you just said about the house and stuff, you'd be, you'd be able to do that. I could get, I could get, I could get the material things I want faster, you know. But that's quality of life increases. Yes, and that's what I'm most worried about is my happiness. And I feel like that that has been the greatest thing instilled in me 
is I, I've never wanted a crap load of wealth. Granted, like in moments I'm like, man, holy crap, I want some wealth. But it, I've always just really cared about my happiness. I'm like, what, what am I going to, what, what kind of options can I make to have more happiness? You know? That's what it's all about, man. Dude, I've actually kind of been struggling with like how busy all of us are. Mm-hmm. It sucks. Like, cause I actually, I was going to talk to you about this after the podcast, but might, might as well do it now. Bring on, man. Like, I got some tissues with me. <laughs> no, it's not like that. It's oh, like, okay. it's like getting a routine down for with everyone. Like my, ex- one of the ideas I was thinking about is like, no matter, it doesn't matter what day, but like pick a day to where I either come down to you or you come down to me or we meet in like Lawrence or something. Mm-hmm. And we just like grab a beer. And like, that'd be easy. Once a week, yeah, it'd be easy. Like, at least it, there's, like, something, you know? Dude, th- that intentionality, okay, intentional with your significant other is a big deal. Like, Rex and I have instilled, like, once a week, we have a check-in. We just, like, we delegate tasks to each other. Like, hey, can you do this this week? You do this. We delegate tasks. We check each other's love tanks. Like, hey, how am I feeling you? Are we doing good? Do I need to love you better? What's, what's going on? So it's just, like, this relationship check-in. And it keeps us grounded and sane with each other. Mm-hmm. Why not do that with you and me or like our friends? Like that'd be so easy to do. Pick a day and have a routine. Like, yeah, we're all busy, but like, it, I mean, it's easy to just get caught up, dude. Cause like, yeah, you and me, we got our relationships, which is very important. And then mm-hmm. all the other dudes have their job. Josh and Haley just bought a house. Heath is doing his thing. Nolan has Carter and his job. And it just gets, we just get caught up, dude, and it sucks. Because, like, the moment we start hanging out, it's like, it goes back to normal. Man, it's just being intentional with our time. Like, dude, I have, okay, I have the freedom right now. to Like, I could meet you in Lawrence in the morning. Like, Thursday morning, we can grab coffee and just catch up. Yeah. Well, not for me, because I work in the morning. But, you right. know, See? You know how it is. like, we just figure out each other's schedule, and it, it'd be easy to accomplish. Yes. And that's, like, okay, after this podcast, we're going to set a date, because that, that'd be so easy to do. Yeah, it'd be so nice, dude. It's kind of like an aha moment. Like, aha, yes, of course we could do that. But it's like, duh, dude, like, <laughs> it's so easy. And then, like, we could we could send it out to everyone. Like, hey, if you can make it this day, this week, great. If not, we'll do it next week some other time. Screw you, you're out of the friend group. Because, like, yeah, it's hard to get everyone together. And when we do, it's awesome. Yeah. But I think we're getting to the point where, like, we're trying to do too much at once you know yeah too many big things right yeah like hey how can we all get together and go nuts like have a weekend in colorado and get a boat and no it's like very just uh preventative care stuff we can meet once a week have a cup of coffee or have a beer and it doesn't have to be this long ordeal exactly and that's that's where i've been struggling and i like kind of dawned me it's like dude it doesn't have to be a grand freaking thing like we can just do the simple shit right now yeah yeah well yeah man let's let's talk about that and figure out our our schedules after this that'd be great oh yeah okay dude i think so and i think we're gonna talk about the exact same things (laughs) for the king (laughs) yes believe it (laughs) yeah It is time for Nerd Pod. <laughs> oh God, believe it. I feel like we should have like a short intro to Nerd Pod. I mean, I feel like our millions of listeners already know what Nerd Pod is, but 
NerdPod. We're going to talk about nerdy things for about 10 minutes, and it almost always goes longer than 10 minutes. Well, we have we have an introduction that we want. We just need to find it. For NerdPod? Yeah, like the Naruto Believe It. Yeah, I mean, I guess we just shout Believe It. Because, <laughs> like, if, if I could just, like, find an audio of him saying Believe It, yes. that'd be perfect. Yes. We should do that. So we'll, yeah. we'll just stick with our, our horrible voice acting skills. Believe it! Believe it! That's good. <laughs> yeah, the first thing's on my list is for the king. <laughs> what do you got about it? Dude, it's... Okay. First off, for a game that was... This is for... Okay, first off. Like 10 bucks. <laughs> besides, like, Among Us, which I didn't even buy for myself. Josh bought me that. Oh, okay. I guess I have been getting into indie games because we had... Uh, Fall Guys. Okay, so Fall Guys, Among Us. Regardless, For the King feels way different to me because it was like a game on a whim. Like, I didn't see it on TikTok or any kind of media. I literally just decided to go to the Steam store and see what was on sale. And I was like, hey, that For the King, that sounds like a cool title that I think I would play. Um, literally just the name. And then I click on it, and it looks kind of board gamey, role play. I'm like, screw it. It's 10 bucks. How, how could this really, like, is, am I really going to waste my money if it's a bad game? And it turns out it's freaking fun and hilarious, and there's so much dude, gameplay to it. It's so it's so funny how it works, dude. The the sound effects, the like, I love playing the musician, and when he messes up, the guitar sounds like crap, and you're like, oh, and, <laughs> dude, it's awesome. The game is incredible. I was actually thinking about that because you know how we said like we wish there was a little more skill involved in like the attacks. Mm-hmm. I'm glad it's not because like you're at the edge of your seat. Like, gosh, I hope. Who doesn't fuck up and like just yes. does it for the game? It's just constant RNG. It's just constant luck. And it's like super chill too. You don't need the keyboard. You don't need a controller. It's like just, just click. <laughs> and that's what I think. That's what the beauty of this is. Is because we're so used to playing games that are so involved. Yeah, and you can like strategize together, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. And dude, it, it the other indie game that I like is Hollow Knight. That's another yeah. one. Yeah. But I got I don't know play it. I wonder how Biomutant's going. <laughs> you wanna buy I don't know. I haven't talked to Gringler about it. I don't know. I don't think you know how to play. Oh man, yeah, I haven't talked to him about it either. I've I've talked to him a couple times because I'm I I finally made it through the fifth Harry Potter book and I'm now listening to the sixth book. And the the voice actor for the sixth book is kind of funny. Or for for whether for the voice actor that I'm listening to is kind of funny how he pronounces things. So I call Ryan like, dude, he pronounced um, this word really funny, and he'll laugh with me, and we move on. But I haven't <laughs> talked to him about Biomutant. <laughs> yeah, the last time I talked about it, he he had just like passed the intro or something, and he said it was like pretty awesome. But like, because my main concern was like how much gameplay is there, yeah. and he was like, yeah, dude, I can see it not being very much. It looks fun. Because, like, I read articles on him, and, like, I think the, like, 100% completion is, like, 50 to 60 hours. Oh, that's really, not much at all. No, it's not much for an open-world role-playing game, so that's why I didn't buy it. Oh, man. Yeah, that's, that's it is, it is actually kind of shocking to say, like, that is kind of, that's really minimal for a, for the full game. And that's a hundred percent completion. Like that's that's it's not bad. good. No, that's unfortunate. Because you I look at oh, go ahead. you look at like Fallout when we were playing Fallout seventy six. 
Mm-hmm. I think on that one on Steam, I have like 120, probably. Yeah, yeah. And like when I was trying to decide if I was going to play Fallout 76, I was watching some people that put out videos, and they have like over 2,000 hours in the game. I'm like, okay, 2,000? Over 2,000. Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> That's so dude. Speaking of Fallout, they're coming with their new the uh, Brotherhood of Steel update in July seventh. Well, that's good. I will. I mean, that that is a game that I will keep going back to because it's Fallout. I've always done it with Fallout, but it's also just I feel like it's the season is getting to me. Like it's already like it's a season of like not really wanting to play video games because it's summer. I want to be outside. I want to be doing other things. Yeah. And like right, right when the fall and winter hits, man, I'm gonna. I guarantee you, I'll be grinding on Fallout again. Yeah, I, I kind of the same way. Feel like it's sunny out for once. Yeah, and like the heat feels good. So yep. I definitely agree with that. Wanting to play games. What do you have for Nerd Pod? I know you Dude. have for the King on there. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally all I had. You want to talk about the? Are you caught up on One Piece? Dude, I haven't. Uh, it's weird too. I haven't really been in the mood to read it. No, cool stuff is happening, man. I know, and like I need to, but it just—I don't know, man. One Piece is just like annoying the shit out of me. We're—we're finally hitting. All I'll say is like, what we're fine—we're fi- finally hitting like the trauma part. We're like, okay, things are starting to go downhill. Okay, which is nice because like you, you expect that to happen, but it's happening like. I love this because I remember I, I kind of want to go back and listen to like the theories, what people had, because like, I don't think anyone was really guessing like this, this kind of scenario was going to play out. Yeah. Like, hopefully this week I'll start getting a, a Nami, <laughs> Nami might be like the number two person on the straw hats now. <laughs> Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh, she had the, she's had the most ultimate freaking upgrade of all time. Really, oh, Lord, yes. <laughs> and now I gotta now I gotta read it. Damn it! It's pretty dope. It's actually pretty dope. I'm proud of her. I'd rather watch it, but like the anime is so stupid, dude. I can't. I I can't watch the anime anymore. The over sexualization, the the fillers. It's just I can't. I can't. It, it's actually killed other anime for me like i i'm just completely turned off of anime now are you yeah 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 maybe this week and i'll start reading it again because i haven't i haven't read the like the last few chapters yeah that's all i had for nerd pod was for the king in one piece i don't even been talking about it it's been i guess we can go on to our next question we're we're doing fine on time (laughs) okay Shoot, I've got two that I'm interested to talk about. You know what? Let's do this. Let's do this. Um, I feel like we've touched on this before, but I don't know if we talked about it on a podcast. But I'm bringing this up because I had a conversation with Alex, and I'm not going to go into crazy detail about what he was saying, but I've had similar feelings. And it's it's just the question of do you feel um, – I'll just say privilege guilt. I'm not saying white privilege guilt or anything like that. I'm saying for where you are in life, do you ever feel guilty – about like how you live your life mm-hmm. with with the premise of like you understand obviously okay i'm gonna say like a duh saying like there are people that are 
in much worse conditions than you that are poor, that are hungry, like all of that kind of stuff. Do you ever feel guilty for, Hey, I'm okay. I never have to worry about a meal, like that kind of stuff. Um, I mean, I feel bad obviously about it, but I never felt like guilty yeah. about like, eating the way I do. But I'd say one thing privilege wise was, uh, like being a male. I definitely, because mm-hmm. like something simple like this. So you and I could probably like walk around in the dark, yep. and not be like phased by it because I'm not usually. But like Cheyenne, she's kind of mentioned it multiple times. She gets like, like iffy, like even walking in the dark. Yep. Like it's just something that guys don't even think about, which kind of is kind of sucks. No, and especially when it's like brought to the surface like Brett Brex and I brought that too phone call and Siri was reading off the number <laughs> and because it was a number thread and not a name it was like number from 7 billion <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, a, that's a big number <laughs> so, but the realization like Brexit will just say like she's just afraid of walking on her own period where now she'll wear a fanny pack with her gun in it. And it's like, man, that sucks because as a guy, I don't have to worry about that. Nope. Doesn't even come. No, and unless someone had brought that up to me, like unless Brexton had never said that, I would have never thought about it, to be quite honest with you. Nope. And even the, uh, dude, oh, that's a long conversation, but like just, just birth in general and how that affects females pay wages and their quality of work and their longevity work and job security and job benefits like dude and like it's a thing that like only they can do like why are there not better benefits for females are you talking about like maternity leave and all that stuff yes dude it absolutely is it's honestly pretty disgusting if you think about it dude yeah because there was a girl i was working with um i was training her and then like she was just getting ready to go to maternity leave. Mm-hmm. And she was having so many issues, dude, trying to like figure all that out. And I was like, dude, that, it shouldn't even be a question. This should be automatic. Like the yeah. amount of hoops she was jumping through, I was like, come on. Like that is ridiculous. It's like, do I want to have a kid and lose my job and like lose my career or keep my career and never have kids? Or not get paid that whole three months. Dude, and like, okay, even beyond that, because uh, childcare, like for the first couple of years, is basically like paying another mortgage. Like, come on. So like, that's why a lot of mothers will stay home because they actually save more money letting go of the other income so they can take care of the kid at home and not get put it in daycare. Yeah, daycare is an out- outrageous amount of money, dude. It's like, dude, this is so, <laughs> that's why I'm like, we are pushing her hard and she's, I think she's on board. I, okay, she is on board. Um, we've just been overwhelmed with the, the vacation coming up, but to get her a, rem- a remote job, and I, I actually that's another blessing of COVID. Like a lot of companies and a lot of areas are now having this in place where it is normal to telework, and like the quality of life for females, I hope will be so much better with this. Yeah, you would hope that, but I can see our freaking system going back to the normal bullshit. Well, I got lucky, dude. It's like, I'm pretty sure like we were like one of the few departments that actually got this policy to actually telework. Um, it doesn't make sense because I can, like state work, state jobs, like <laughs> yes. I think like, could be telework. 
Dude, I'm gonna, I'm probably over exaggerating, but like 95% of state jobs, okay, like not police and stuff, but like state office job people, 95% could do all of their work from home. It's insane. Brex's job, 100% from home. 100% from home. The only reason yeah. she's in there is because her boss is old school and needs her there to print her paper. Like, that is like, oh, awful. Because like, I can see the jobs, they're like, trying, she sees clients and stuff. Mm-hmm. So she'd have to be there, and that's a state job. Yes. And even her, her thing, which is nice, she can, like, pick, like, 16 hours, I think, throughout the week. Mm-hmm. So she's, like, doing it on she's doing remote work monday mornings and then working from home all day friday that's nice see i feel like i I feel like that should just be a normal like have some flexibility and understanding of like people are human and they don't have to be in the office to be productive so i got a question about all this then what if you're in a career like what if you're in charge of a, a job that doesn't really do remote work like you start changing the hours or like how do you how would you fight that to be competitive well i guess for like okay i i for an example what would like uh warehouse working make sense yes okay like uh, that's that job and that's unfortunate like you take the job knowing that there's not going to be telework i'm so saying it's like kind of deal with it yeah because like you're not going to be able to do manual labor remotely or like a almost kind of like Heath's job too. Heath kind of has to be in the office because he has to interact with people for the most part, to my understanding, like IT people. Yeah, like you can't sure. you can't fix everything remotely. Like sometimes you're gonna have to go up to the actual like computer or something and try to figure out on their end physically in person. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is, like, do you think you could um, increase that person's quality of life by just like changing the schedule? Dude, I watched a really cool video. I don't know how to say this word. It starts with a K. It's the Russian word for in a nutshell. It's a YouTube channel. Uh, Mike actually showed it to me. Um, They were breaking down uh, with some scientific evidence. If you took regular work week, if you worked Monday and Tuesday, had Wednesday off, and then you worked Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then had Sunday off. People would be so much more happy. You you'd feel like you'd have like this nice break in between work, and you'd have you feel like your weekends would be. It's not like a weekend, but you'd feel like you you had like longer weekends because like on Tuesday you could stay up late and party or whatever if you wanted to party, and then you would have work off Wednesday, and then you go back to work Thursday, Friday, and then Saturday would be like another Friday, you know. So you you have like two Fridays in the middle of like in in your whole work week. But that does it go like? Is it that schedule for everyone? Well, I feel, see, I feel like there should be just better options. Like there, there's such like the staple of you work the nine to five, you work the nine to five. That's what works. It's like, I feel like if we just looked at some better schedule, because there is evidence that this Wednesday, Sunday off is better than a, you work Monday through Friday and get everything out of the way. Yeah. Cause like what sucks now is there's like, there is, so there's so many schedules, but like they're all just kind of stuck in place. Like you can't like ever, you can't, there's either nine to five or like the weekend shifts and then that's it. So you, if you're a person mm-hmm. that works again, but your friends work the nine to fives, you never get to see them. Yeah. yeah so there's like no options. And it sucks. And it sucks. Yeah, 
<laughs> we said it sucks at the same time on my end. But uh, you need like like this. You need something like COVID to come in and just shake up everything. Because the system is already so set. Like, like the state. The state would have never would have never probably gotten to teleworking this fast. Like it probably would have taken like years when technology has really sped up, you know? Yeah. Something like that. But that like, even then, like the device that I use to record data in the field was like from the 1990s. It was so ancient and old, but I just, I just now updated it. Thank the heavens, man. It's, it actually works on Android now. <laughs> <laughs> but like, they're so like, they don't change anything until it's broken. And yeah. it's like the work schedule would have never broke per se. So it's like something crazy like COVID has, has to come in place to shake things up. Freaking sucks the way it is. Like it sucks that nights have to be a thing, but you can't avoid that. Especially yeah. like hospitals and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Where especially like hospitals. Constantly open, like has to be open for 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Just an interesting world, man. The work, the work world is, can cause a lot of a lot of stress or a lot of happiness. Kind of depends like what situation you're in. No, big time because you do that for like the majority of your life. No. Yep. And that's why we going back, like I don't want to sacrifice my quality of happiness to make more money because it's not worth like I don't want to do something my whole life that just takes time away from my family, from myself, from other people in general, just to make more money to buy me more things. When every single day I wake up to go and do the same thing that I don't like so much. <laughs> it's not worth the sacrifice, man. But I don't know. Going back from the risk, we, we talked about like opening our own business for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And like the more I think about it, dude, like the more, cause yeah, cause I, so I watched a documentary basically about these dudes opening their own brewery. Yeah. And they're saying like they were working like probably 12 hour shifts or whatever just trying to like open up the building yeah and yeah it's a lot of time but like it's time you care about you know Mm -hmm. like i think i'd still enjoy it because like so this example like all the family was involved so you're still seeing your family pretty much because they're there and i don't know i just think something like that if you're like really truly into it it'd just be like super rewarding just putting all your effort into like that one thing no, definitely. Wouldn't it be work? Yeah, exactly. And uh, yeah, so I agree with you wholeheartedly on that. Like, okay, great example. During high school, when we worked at the golf course, I worked with all my friends. And it didn't seem like work. Like, like that job, if I was completely, if I had no friends there, it would have sucked. It would have been miserable. It would have been hot. It would have been exhausting. But just the additive of being with people I like, like that was far superior and that's not even just going into like okay you and i are building a business and we're doing it with together even if it was just us but if we have our friends or family helping like that's like the ultimate happiness right there you know you're building something that is going to like bring you happiness and joy and you get to be with the people you love like dude awesome that'd be awesome and like well i was like you know we're always trying to find places to go and like that'd be so cool to just have like one place where you know like you're going to be accepted in, into that crap. Yeah. Like, it's people I know that are running. Definitely. So yeah, that's why when, man, I'm still not even like, I haven't written off that idea. Like things I've gotten busy over here, 
but that is still something that is still on my mind also. And it doesn't seem so unrealistic to, uh, excuse me, sorry, to chase it. Yeah, for me, it kind of depends on, like, what happens. If I do happen to get into the, like, the brewery game, then I'll, like, start pushing it very hard. But if I don't, it'd be really tough to, like, open your own place without any knowledge of, like, how to brew a beer. <laughs> yeah, dude. Well, we could, we could hire on uh, Nolan as our <laughs> <brewmaster>. <laughs> So that's that's where I'm going at with it. Yeah, I hear you. Oh, man. So you want to do our shout-outs then since we're coming down to like four minutes left on this thing? Yeah, dude. You can go for yours. Yeah, I got one, dude. So my shout-out is to good old – I brought him up a couple times already in this, in this episode, but Alex Hamilton, he got back from the States probably like a month or so ago. I can't remember his time schedule, but he's back. I got to meet him and chat with him about his journeys. And, dude, the dude is just so humble. So freaking humble. He's living a great life. Super proud of him. And I hope that he keeps doing what he's doing because he's going to lead an awesome life. He's going to leave a big wake. And he's going to bolster his friends. And it's awesome. He's he's doing great things. Yeah, I miss that, dude. I, mean, I can't remember the last time I actually saw him. It's been years, probably like since high school, since I saw Hamilton. He's killing it, man. He's killing it out there. I always kind of knew he would. Just because the dude just brilliant brilliant mind well he's brilliant but he's like he man it's like he's got the whole package dude he's so full of love and kindness and he's brilliant like dude lottery winner right there man i want to go freaking rock climb with him dude because i guess he does like outdoor rock climbing oh yes that's all on bushnell's story i was like damn it looks dope he was rock climbing he was uh what are they he was telling about where they basically go hike mountains with skis can't remember what the actual term for it but it's like like that's a netflix documentary dude like (laughs) you made it that's incredible oh yeah but he but he's humble about his brilliance like that that's what maybe bring up like the personal guilt kind of thing like he's humble about his brilliance and all that incredible what a guy what a guy so i'll probably my shout out is my buddy colton Boo. Um, Boo. Colton sucks. <laughs> Haven't you met him like once? <laughs> yeah, a couple times. <laughs> I like Colton. I'm sorry. <laughs> I want to pull a Cody. <laughs> I don't even know if he listens to this thing, but hopefully he does. Um, it's kind of funny. So, you know how uh, Cheyenne couldn't go to my cousin's wedding a while yeah. back? Yes. So, it kind of happened. Oh, dude, it was awesome because I ended up going with him because I drove through Wichita. Mm-hmm. I was texting. I was like, "Dude, is want to come to a wedding while I'm driving through Wichita?" He's like, "Hell yeah, man!" And it it had been like months since him and I got to hang out. Mm-hmm. And like the the time both of us before I picked him up, we were kind of like thinking to ourselves, "It's like, is this gonna be awkward? Like, how's this gonna be?" <laughs> Dude, it's like it hasn't even changed. It it was like we saw each other the like a couple of days ago, and so. It just kind of it's kind of cool to have a friend to or nothing like no matter how much time changes goes by that it, it's just normal. So yep. shout out to my dude. He's he's also changing jobs. He's doing things. Right I'm excited to see where he goes in life. Dude, that's awesome. Having friends that you can just pick up things where you left off is awesome. Oh shit, we got thirty seconds. <laughs> that and like a friend that is just willing to be down. Like, hey, man, I'm coming through. You want to go to a wedding? Sure, man, I'm in. 
<laughs> yeah, it was, it was awesome, dude. What a guy. So I guess uh, next time we do a podcast, I'll talk about the Fermi paradox. There's a little foreshadow for the next episode. Yep. Hopefully it'll be in a couple of weeks. And other than that, thanks for listening. And we'll see you next episode. All right. Boop.